Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amarik Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Oh my god, it's five o'clock. I accidentally already opened my teller tea, man. Same. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll just go ahead and have mine now. Well, that was nice. That was a nice little thing. Mm-hmm. Now, Amory, I'm getting a lot of texts asking if I can book you for some stuff. Um, do you want like how do I have to give you a percentage? I mean, that's what the manager is. I feel like technically I'm giving you a percentage. You're not my manager though, but I appreciate your help. I think I'd be a really good manager. You can, uh, no, you can take a percentage. So Fred can get a percentage if you book through him. All right. I'm not, I'm not (laughs) Amory's manager, but but I do manage her. No, you don't. So that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Not, I'm gonna get a teacher that says not a manager. I manage her, and then that's not terrible. a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Events. I've <laughs> I I do a lot of conferences now. I do a lot of corporate events. Oh, I go to huh? dinner parties. Yeah, holiday parties. I have a do brisses. Have you ever anything, done a bris? Yeah, any, that's a good question. Anything, any kind of family event I like. A bris? How about a bris? Yes. Yes. Okay. And you haven't invited me. No. <laughs> if uh, if anyone is interested, uh, reach out to me, Fred, at Talk ABQ. I have a threefold pamphlet going over um, all the things that Amy Marie is available for. Primarily, she's available on Thursdays, no, Sundays, Fridays. and Mondays. Mm-hmm. Fridays. Those are the big ones. Thursday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesdays and all Fridays. All winter, the all winter. It's a, and it's a discount rate on those days. The between eleven a.m. Yeah, seven p.m. on Sundays. Um, She's really, really available. Like one o'clock Sunday. Yeah, that's like the, the first, the fourth quarter. Yeah, of like a lot of football games. She has her, her most availability. She like could. when the red zone gets really good. Yeah, that's when you need the a witching hour. hour. See. That's what it's called. Yeah, but it, on stand-up, she uses the curse word, mm. and that's... And rhymes that's, with witching. Yeah, rhymes with witching, mm-hmm. and it, that's her doing one straight hour of political Some people commentary. just call it complaining. Yeah. Yeah. Not something that rhymes with witching. Can we talk about the NFL? Hit it. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, I wasn't ready for my headlines. We just have big news. Oh, okay. Big news. I mean, we'll do my headlines later because this is more important than my headlines. This Got is it. the headline. All right. The headline. The headline. And then I have my fun headlines for you. We'll do that in another segment. Okay. Colts grant running back Jonathan Taylor permission to seek trade. So now Jonathan Taylor is officially leaving the Colts. Who's Grant running back? Jonathan Taylor grant. Thomas has a fourth name now. It's Grant Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan that is Taylor, so many grant names. Thomas. Grant, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Ulysses S. This is big news. <laughs> Ulysses, Hugh, Grant, Jonathan power. Taylor Thomas. I don't think Jonathan Portland Taylor. Portland Blazers, power forward, Brian Grant, 
Jonathan Taylor Thomas. This or, isn't good. Horace Grant. This bit? Mm-hmm. I mean, no. Just Jonathan Taylor leaving the Indianapolis Colts. He's Foster not leaving. No, yes, he is. Where's he going to go? That is the that is why we need to talk about this, Fred. He's not going oh. anywhere. Here's the because, deal. Okay, what's he doing? First of all, if the Colts aren't going to pay him and they know how good he is, you're not like you're going to find someone else that doesn't That's know how good he I'm is to saying. pay him. They, and the Colts will call right away. So let's say, like, what's a football team that would sign him? Like, really? Miami football? Dolphins. All right. Miami Dolphins. Or the so, Baltimore Ravens. Or the Baltimore Ravens. Both of those are good answers. I know, Van, you were about to say both those, but uh, Amory cut you off. Uh, then my name on Facebook Live and YouTube Live today is the Baltimore Ravens. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we're so, undebeatable. My name on uh, our live stream, Facebook.com slash TalkABQ, is Fred Hates Women's Sports and Little League Baseball. We'll get into that later. Let's get into that now. Nah, I can't wait. <laughs> okay. I'm not ready to messy around with that one yet. Mm. We'll go into that later. We'll hit him too. Here's the thing. Nobody pays running backs. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. So if your team thinks that you're one running back away from a championship, you're actually not. You don't need one. Dalvin Cook, who got four straight thousand yard seasons, that's only got eight milli. That's like that's one half of a McCaffrey. I'm gonna look up Jonathan Taylor Thomas's salary right now. You guys uh, It's not Jonathan Taylor Thomas. It's just Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Grant Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. The Colts granted. Grant and Ted. Grant, Ted. Yes. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He's only due four point one million. It's a steal. It's a deal. Dang. You know who There's... you should be really managing is Jonathan Taylor <laughs> JT because his agent is an idiot. Oh yeah. Also. His agent's trying to make him leave. To somebody that'll pay. No one's going to pay. Did well, they miss the on. Zoom meetings by Austin Eckler? Some savvy, Everything failed. Some savvy front office Who person is going to be like, okay, Colts will trade you They don't even know if healthy. And the piece de resistance. We will also pay him nothing. What's the I'm, real play here, Fred? I'm changing, real play? I'm changing Fourth my entire rounder. opinion. Okay. I didn't realize he was making... A joke ass amount of money. Mm-hmm. I thought it was something realistic. Well, he's got to go. He's only twenty four years old. He's in his prime earning years. Get out of there! If he gets eight million, he's doubling his salary. Eight million is nothing for a football team. Go run, run faster than I run in my Jonathan Chuck Taylors. He was a good one. Yeah, well done. Yeah, it's not good if you have to tell yourself it's good. My biggest cheerleader. I had to tell Metro Court today I was good. What's up? He needs to get the hell out of there. Get that money while he can. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be big. It's not going to be a bag. No one's getting a Christian McCaffrey bag ever again. Where's he going? Sorry. I can't, I can't see many teams outside of Miami, maybe, in Baltimore. Miami will make a play. But Baltimore, I mean, that's kind of a rivalry, especially since they stole their franchise. All right, so I'm, pull, ago. I'm, I'm pulling it up right here. The wounds are still fresh. And also, Amory, you're asking us. You're the one with the copy of Madden. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, do a I'm, bunch of trade scenarios. <laughs> see where he goes. Okay. So, I'll do that later. This broke like 30 minutes ago. So Denver has booty running backs. Uh, Not true. What? Pirine and Williams? Ha, P. 
Nah, these guys are booty. No, they're good. Right. Williams has a shot to be a dude. Pirine was behind Joe Mixon and had a year last year with Cincinnati. All right, I'm seeing it. I did, We should have thought of this earlier. I don't know why we didn't. The answer is the Houston Texans. Number one, they don't, they don't have anyone. They have Damian Pierce. They also don't have income tax. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I see what you're... You're not thinking about the actual depth of the team. You're thinking of the money. Like the Jets got Dalvin. And a million other running backs. The Dolphins are still on the market. Really? The Patriots running... got Zeke. Isn't Kansas City's running back hurt? Isaiah they don't Pacheco need a and Jarek McKinnon? No. I think Pacheco's hurt. Well, No, he's... Some of them are injured, but it's not like they'll be ready for week one. God. To the disdain of my Green Bay football Packers. They're good. I think Chicago is They're, a good destination what? for him. Oh. Guys, I'm looking at NFL running backs right now. This is perhaps the worst group of NFL running backs that no, ever exists. No, it's not. The starting running back from the New England Patriots is... Ramondre Stevenson. He's really good. Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, he's good. Never heard of him. Yeah, he's good. He's fast. Well, you should you should get ready for your draft. I've heard of... <laughs> he ain't drafting. I am. Oh, you, oh, Fred doesn't draft. He just goes to the draft? He just drops whatever person is at the end of the bench and adds Gardner Minshew. Every That's time. his only contribution to the fantasy That's league. My You're worse than auto-draft. Our third, our third Fred quarterback is, worse than auto draft. is going to be Gardner Minshew again. What's the problem with auto-draft? It's terrible. Like, don't play fantasy football if you're going to auto-draft. Oh, interesting. I that, put, takes, that takes all the fun out of it. Right. I'm about to chat GPT something. Uh, chat GPT, the record of my personal fantasy league, three years ago when you won the league with no quarterbacks. All right, so that was an interesting move by me. That legit happened in real life. Fred, in all of his genius, drafted six straight running backs and didn't have a quarterback. He kept ad-dropping every week the 30th and 31st quarterback ranked every week. I am not going to Howie's, and I'm not going to this draft party. And rode it to the championship. Because of Fred. We are the champions. It's true. It really works. Here's the thing about talking about fantasy football strategy. Everyone's is wrong. No one knows how to win fantasy football. Obviously. I won fantasy football two years ago without a quarterback. And then there was collusion amongst the league to put all the quarterbacks on the bench so that I couldn't cycle in and out of my quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. But I ended up a Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Delicious Taysom Hill. Uh Uh-huh. Not at tight end, at quarterback. <laughs> and it still worked. So good. Okay, so you had John, member- Jonathan Taylor to go to the Dolphins is plus 450 right now. There's Smart. betting odds on this? <laughs> yes. In 30 minutes. Fred, <laughs> In there 30. is always betting odds. I don't like that. You bet on anything. James Cook is not that good. If he goes to Buffalo, what? he'd be in the mix. They also have Damian Harris. Hurt. But it's not serious hurt. Naeem Himes is hurt, too. Well, he's out for the season, but Damian Harris will be back by week one. They have 45-year-old Latavius Murray? <gasps> yes. Dang. Who's still a dude. He really is a he dude. He can only play like 10 snaps a game, but he's a dude. I got I got high hopes for James Cook this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, it's not Miami because this those Mozart cats better. He Mozart and Jeffrey Wilson Jr. too. Who is that second guy you named? He's hurt. 
No. So, okay, but I'm just letting you know, I they're going to be fine. Miami, if Miami is going to go after and the, try to court Dalvin Cook, nice. who costs twice as much, of course they're going to go after this guy. You know what you do if you're really mad at him? Is you trade him to Atlanta for somebody who can go like Bijan Robinson? No, they won't do that. You just do a straight it's upper. Like the top running back drafted this year. Everyone high hopes for that guy. And Tyler Algier, another guy you should draft for fantasy. Fred. <laughs> What'd you say his so last name was? So sick of you. Tyler Algier. All right, I'm gonna write that on my do not draft list. God, oh my! Some of these dudes are so bad. Alexander Matt Madison. Who is that? He's, He's been RB2 good. behind Dalvin Cook for the last couple of years. The Panthers look like a good fit. Yeah. Miles Sanders. Seattle has no one. Yes, they do. Fred, you don't know anything about running backs. All right. Interesting you say that. Rashad White. Suck. Rashad White. Oh, they have Chase Edmonds, though. Put him in the in the RB1. Okay. I have my I have my prediction. Give us the Jonathan Taylor plan. I'll bet on it. The Jonathan Taylor. Or do the total opposite. How long is Alvin Kamara suspended? Three games. But they have Jamal Williams. Who I love. I love Jamal Williams, Oh, he's too. the best he's person. He's so funny. He's only good two two yards from the goal line. That's the only place he's going to go. Well, that gets you a lot of fantasy points. Guys, the red ta- zone monsters. We're not talking about fantasy. We're talking about winning football games. I thought about Pokemon. I thought we were talking about both. Why are the Rams so bad? Do you guys feel bad for their fan base? No, I don't feel bad because they got a Super Bowl recently and they went all in. They got the Super Bowl. Good for them. I don't feel bad for them. Sure. I think Green Bay is going to start the year 8-0. and There's a lot going eight on. 8-0. Jordan Love looked good this weekend. Do you I'm not see who lie. they're playing to start the season? They got zero. Probably to- half of the NFC North. It's the most booty first half of a season that any team can be up against. Let's break that down a little bit and we'll finish... Our Jonathan Taylor, Thomas, Chuck Taylor talk whenever we get back. It's two minutes on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Jonathan Taylor. Does not move. That's my final takeaway. Well, like the Bears. Bears got money. Bears got assets. He's going to the Bears. If Dante Foreman and Khalil Hilbert, though. Both slightly above average dudes. Jonathan Taylor is a dude. If he's healthy. We don't even know if he's healthy. They're a running back. Of course they're going to get hurt. You slam up against them. Fred also said the Green Bay Packers are going to be 8-0 and zero by week 8. Oh, that's 100% true. They opened up against the Bears. They're fledgling. Win. Then they play the worst team in football, the Atlanta Falcons. Second worst. No, I don't think that's like 2-0. and oh. Arizona Cardinals. They then carry this momentum into the Saints, where they put it on those losers down south. Mm, I want to sleep oh. on the Saints. And here's the one that could be the hiccup, and that's the Lions. But here's why it's not a hiccup. There's not enough. Like, know all of the Packers and their quarterback, Jordan Love. There's not enough. You've seen examples of it. Mm-hmm. You need more of that. So put them over the Lions. Obviously, put them over Las Vegas. Denver like, is a joke. And it's not until they play Green Bay. You mean? 
I mean, excuse me, Minnesota, because they can take them too interdivisionally, win over Los Angeles. I mean, it might not be until they play the Los Angeles Chargers on November the 19th before you even think about them catching an L. It's a very favorable schedule, and that might have been in the decision-making of getting rid of Aaron Rodgers this year because there's a lot of easy wins. They got the unfortunate draw of having to play the Chiefs and the Chargers. So what? That balances out with the friggin' NFC South. Buccaneers, Panthers. They might be in trouble the second time around with the Lions because they'll have seen Jordan Love one time. They can beat the Giants. They can beat the Buccaneers. They're terrible. They can beat the Panthers. They're terrible. Vikings twice. They probably get one of those games. Bears twice. They get them both. I mean, it might be a three-loss like season for the Green Bay Packers. That's at the top end. That's at the, the real bear, the end. Bears are the Bears are improved. The Lions are legit competition. Two they, losses. They got some easy W's sprinkled in here as long as they don't completely blow it. But if Jordan Love plays it like an even barely above average clip, they're going to be a double digit win team. He's got an interesting one because he's the dude who I think is very good from the limited viewership that I have of him. If you give me a bunch more examples and he keeps doing really good, I'll be like, oh, I was on it the whole time. If you give me a bunch more examples and he's like just middling or a little under, be like, you fooled me early. You got me. You've been figured out. I think he's good. I don't think he's top tier elite. But I think he's going to be a good, serviceable NFL quarterback. And the Packers, like, you don't think of it because they go from Favre to Rodgers. But this is a running and defensive team now. They got two top-shelf running backs. They got a great defense. They'll eat the clock and play good defense, win a bunch of low-scoring games. I'm trying not to over-talk my Packers either because someone's (laughs) going to record this and play it later. They're going to send me a strongly worded email. I'm just kidding. So this is what it sounds like, you homer loser. Packers suck. According to A. Marie Math, Jordan Love should be the best thing in the league because David Madison or whatever in Minnesota is going to be the best. mean Alexander Madison? That's such a presidential name. (laughs) He's been around for a couple years, Fred. So is Jordan Love. Every backup that becomes a starter should be the best thing in the world, according to the way that you think the game works. Look, the well, Packers have a rich history of doing exactly that. Yeah, the Packers Two are Hall very of lucky. Fame quarterbacks. Let's bring on a, a third. couple years to develop. He didn't. I know it's preseason. He didn't look bad. He looks quite good. All right, I got, I got a fun game. Just say better or worse than Jordan Love after I say someone's name. Okay. Okay. Colt McCoy. Worse. Wait, Jordan. Wait, we're saying Jordan Love is better or is worse. This player's name better or worse than okay. Jordan Love? Sorry, Cole McCoy. Worse. Desmond Ritter. Worse. Bryce Young. Uh, TBD. No. Justin Fields. Same with Desmond. But same better. with Desmond Ritter. We don't know either. Dak Prescott. Same. Jared Goff. Same. Matthew Stafford. Worse. Kirk Cousins. Same. Derek Carr. Same. Daniel Jones. Worse. Jalen Hurts. Better. Geno Smith. Worse. Brock Purdy. Worse. (gasps) Baker Mayfield. 
Way worse. Sam oh Howell. Oh, my God. Worse. So you're going to tell me there's that's only TBD one. That's as well. You don't know how Sam Howell's going to play or Jordan Love. Well, here's what I'm saying. We would just went through every NFC starting quarterback, and only one is definitively better than Jordan Love. Two. Hurts and Fields. Hurts and Fields are the only two what? guys. Who am I? Who else am I forgetting? Hurts and Fields. That's that's it. Dak's the same. Daniel Jones the same. Hurts is better. Yeah. He's just... Team, he's the third best quarterback in the NFC. Oh, my God. He's, like, right in the middle. There's, you can't... Yeah, not jo- a lot of people are better. Jordan Love is the third best quarterback in the NFC. He's arguably the best I'm quarterback this. in the NFC North. Jordan Love is going to propel the Green Bay Packers to NFC championship at minimum, possibly NFC representation did, in the Super Bowl. Did you say NFC championship? Yes. Against the Eagles or 49ers? What else would it come down to? Not the 49ers. Not the Vikings. I don't think it's going to be the Vikings. Never said that. And then you go over to the American Football Conference, Lamar Jackson. Better. Josh Allen. Better. Joe Burrow. Way better. Deshaun Watson. Better. Russell Wilson. Same. C.J. Stroud. Worse. Don't know yet. Anthony Richardson. Don't know yet. Could be better. TBD. Trevor Lawrence. Better. Way better. Patrick Mahomes. Better. Way better. Justin Herbert. Better. Way Jimmy better. Garoppolo. Same. Tua Tagovailoa. Same. Mac Jones. Way worse. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> better. Kenny Pickett. I love how Aaron Rodgers worse. is better. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Worse. So there's at least six quarterbacks in the AFC better than Jordan Love. He is set up for success. And he will represent his team for a chance at the Super Bowl championship against whoever survives the buzzsaw that's the American Football Conference. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Put your futures on them for Super Bowl representation in the NFC. I do like the over for wins for Green Bay. I, was it seven and a half? Yeah, I think seven and a half. I knew that. I don't think for a second that they'll lose a single game. They do play the Chiefs and the Chargers. The Chiefs and the Chargers, cool. I like the over for the Green Bay Packers. I could see them easily going nine and eight, maybe ten and seven. The NFC is so bad. It's soft. It's so unbelievably soft. Friend of the show, Steve, we're going to sneak you in before we catch the commercial. Welcome, friend. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing well, brother. So you're a Green Bay fan? Is that what I'm hearing? This one right here, Van. Yes, Van now is it, a Packer backer. Now it makes perfect sense that you would say that Jordan Love is the third best quarterback in the NFC. Okay, those were Fred's words, not mine. I believe that Jordan Love is the third best quarterback in the NFC. That is correct. Oh, my God. Guys, guys. And they're not going to start 8-0. I could tell you they're going to lose to the Bears. They're going to probably lose to Atlanta. Atlanta's a much improved team. And they're certainly going to lose to my Detroit Lions. Ah, here you go. Okay, here's the truth. There you go. Jared Goff, better or worse than Jordan Love? Absolutely better at this point. We don't know anything about Jordan Love, so how can you say that he's at least Tell equivalent him. to some guy that threw for 4,000 yards? Tell him, Steve. Tell him. 
you where you back? You back? <laughs> and you know, I followed that division, that conference for so long. I know those teams like the back of my hand. I'm not afraid of Green Bay, and in fact, the Lions kicked their butts twice last year with Aaron Rodgers. I'm just surprised that the uh, NFL didn't make Detroit go to Green Bay in the end of December like they usually do. But, uh, yeah, they got, the NFL has much love for Green Bay. I will say that. Oh, so I'm yes. not shocked that they got an easy schedule to start. I love Steve. Yeah, he's on <laughs> one today. Good call, my friend. Yes, my friend. Hey, look. Well, guys. I'm not a hater. I'm a Packers fan. Pride. I'm not anti anyone else. The league is better when the Bears are relevant. The league is better when the Lions are relevant. Nobody cares about the Vikings, but those other three makes the NFL better. So if your Lions are competitive and the Bears are competitive and the Packers are competitive, somebody has to win that division this year. Well... I, I think it's it's going to be between the Lions and the Vikings. Uh, the Bears are going to be greatly improved, yeah. and I think Green Bay is going to slip. You know, you don't you can't say they won't because you don't have any idea of what Jordan Love can do other than two series in a preseason game. You know, I don't know if uh, I see Detroit winning a game until Week Three. Well. <laughs> I, that's a possibility. They're, they're first He's a realist. games are, He's are pretty a... tough. But I will say this. If they win that first game against Kansas City, go get your Super Bowl tickets. Hey, 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 Steve. So are you saying I should take the plus six and a half uh, opening game against the Chiefs? Well, here's the thing. I, I love to bet on sports. Same. But I never bet on my Detroit Lions Same. because that's a bet with the heart and uh, not with the head. I, I you appreciate know? you. I'll tell you what. I was in Detroit yeah. two weeks ago for that SummerSlam. The entire city is silver and blue. The entire city. Yeah. That city is convinced. Yeah. There was no Tigers stuff. There was no Red Wings stuff. There was no, I think they used to have a basketball team that had Isaiah Thomas. None of that stuff was there. It was only yeah. Detroit Lions. They're bought in. And that's going to be tough for them when well, they start off 0-3 and, and then maybe win one against the Panthers in Week 5. Well, I, I, the Panthers, you remember, they put like a 35 to nothing stick on the Lions last year. <laughs> so I don't consider that an easy game. But you're absolutely right. This uh, Detroit has just gone crazy. And they, they're, they're all drinking the Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they start out 0-4, they're going to be just devastated. And it's going to be like doom and gloom and, you know, fire Campbell and all the other stuff that, that goes along with that. But I think they're going to be competitive. I, I, I honestly think they'll win the division. And I do think that they will probably win their first playoff game. But... You know, do they have the horses to go with Philly and uh, San Francisco? Uh, you know, teams like Kansas City? No, but uh, not yet. But I like what I see. They improve every year. And I'm thinking this will be a playoff year and they'll win the division this year. And then next year, I want them to put serious competition in for the Super Bowl. But, All hey, right. Right of the show, Steve. I'm a homer. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank, no, no. Well, I appreciate it. Steve's bringing the heat. Steve, make sure you get out to Howie's Sports Page with us on one of these Mondays. We'll get you a friend of the show t-shirt. Appreciate you, brother. I would love that. I, I listen to you guys every single day and uh, would love to come and meet you guys. So you have a, a great evening. Be good, man. If Steve, if you Here's come, wait, wait. If Steve comes, I'll go. Oh, if not, okay. if Here Steve doesn't go, then I'm no. not going. Classic no, you're Steve. uninvited forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's all, it's the boys and Steve, that's what it is. A hey, Marie. Steve, thanks, brother. I'm rooting for the Lions too. Well, I think everyone for Lions fans. They're a darling. Yeah. And who's no one's gonna be mad, even Van as NFC North guys, like none of us are gonna be mad if the if the Detroit Lions see success. No, because we've been beaten up on them for so long. Like they deserve to finally punch back. I'll be mad. Because you hate Detroit. You're going, what you're going for like Jordan Love now? Jordan Love. It's gonna be eight and oh. Six and two is reasonable. Six and two is doable. Here's a stupid sentence. We continue NFC North breakdown whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. It's not Detroit finishing second. I'll tell you who it is. The sports animal. Littlest, and I mean the littlest pivot. We're giving you the uh, finishing, the standings, my prediction for the NFC North. Scott Van Pelt is now the new host on Monday Night Countdown. With he will be Ryan Clark, Marcus Spears, Robert Griffin III, Michelle Beisner-Buck. She stood us up at the Super Bowl. I'm not trying to like make anything personal right now, but I'm just saying. Larry Fitzgerald and Alex Smith. Okay. No one watches Monday Night Countdown. Uh, we don't. No, no. Because we're too busy working. It's not that day and age anymore. Monday Night Countdown had validity before you could get NFL results. Like every touchdown on the Red Zone channel right after every game. Sure. It's culturally speaking, Monday Night Countdown, not the business. Or now you can curate any number of apps to have all the information you want. Oh, you want fantasy highlights? Oh, you want team score oh you want your favorite player let's all go right to your smartphone also is the depth on the espn roster getting that shallow i feel like scott van pelt hosts every show yeah exactly him between him and uh i just went like Stephen a smith that's every show is those two dudes also you should have a three-word name i guess that makes you very successful on espn esvpn Exclusively Scott Van Pelt Network. Excellent work. Gotcha. Robert Griffin has made more out of nothing than anyone else to ever professionally. He's a pretty talented dude. Only at talking, not at playing football. Well, I mean, he was he wasn't very talented at not being injured. I think that's the big one right there. His the best thing ever happened to him was when Andrew Luck was like, I'm good on all this endorsements. I'm gonna focus on football. And then he ended up with Subway, and he ended up, Robert Griffin ended up with Southwest. And Everyone's, he, he ended yeah. up with everything, because Andrew Luck said no to everything. No. No. I'll have time. I'm going football. Playbook. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Robert Griffin's like, I just want a lot of wins. 
I'm like, why are you saying Flynn's so cute? <laughs> there are two hosts of this show and one producer. That's like three really strong personalities on this show. Now, what Monday Night Football, Monday Night Countdown has done is they've taken that number, which I feel is safe. What if one of us has to miss? What if there's something going on? And they added on top of that five more people. Mm. Is eight people too many people? I need just like one dude. For years, it was Chris Berman yeah, and, and monochromatic a, guy. Yeah. Chris Berman and a guest. That's all you need. Keith Jackson. Give me, give me Scott Van Pelt and a guest. That's it. What are all these people going to do? A. Marie could do the do- job of Ryan Clark, Robert Griffin, Marcus Spears, Adam Schefter, and Michelle Beisner-Buck, who stood the show up. God. Too many cooks in the kitchen. That's what I'm saying. I think I thought Ryan Clark was good when he started commentary. I don't think you think he's good anymore. You got an Emmy? For what? Hey, Marie, will you look to see if there's a biggest crybaby category? Yes. Thank you. God. I mean, they have all these people have to work overtime because no one works at this place anymore. They just fired 30 people. Outstanding personality and studio analyst. That's a real Emmy. Yeah, I was just going to tell you that. There's one for everything. They announced that one on the commercial break. Yeah, that sure. one sounds made up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Outstanding suggestion. Like when you say you're a manager? I said I managed her. Very different. It's a Jay-Z lyric, I think. Outstanding category uh, for the winner is the person who made up the category. Congratulations. And the Emmy goes to... Uh, suggestion for a supporting character in a TV sitcom passed along to your superior by standing next to them at the urinal in the company building. That award goes to Van Nunley. Oh, okay. Thank you. Cool Emmy. Scott Van Pelt, when he was on the radio, was fair. Did that thing with Ryan Marcillo? Fair. Scott Van Pelt reading off the TV, that can be anyone. Don't care. He had a kind of a, a unique talent back in the heyday of Sports Center. Him and Dan Patrick and Stuart Scott. Like they all they all You think he's on that level? Oh, I do. I he's not a Keith Olbermann to me. Hmm. Yeah, I think they're all in the conversation. Today's I nine varsity is the I nine varsity of golden age of Sports Center anchors. The golden age of Sports Center anchors. Might be some overlap here. I think we're all going to have a strong opinion. Okay. We'll do that at 6 o'clock. We wrap up the NFC North whenever we get back. Detroit's finishing in the third. I'll tell you who's in the second. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Packers... Go undefeated. They win the NFC North. Un- what do you mean? Undefeated in the NFC North or undefeated regular season schedule? Between zero and three losses all year. 
I would love that for my squad, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, it doesn't matter what you think. I'm telling you what it is. Hmm. The Vikings are in trouble. So they can beat the Buccaneers to open the season. But after that, they'll take a loss to the Eagles. They'll take a loss to the Chargers. They will probably beat the Panthers. They'll take a loss to the Chiefs. Coin flip on the Bears game. Probably lose to the 49ers. Definitely will lose to the Packers. They will probably beat the Falcons. They'll probably beat the Saints. They'll probably beat the Vikings. That'll be the best time of your life right there, Amory. That'll be three weeks in a row. Amory's poor face. If you're not watching on Facebook Live Wait, or YouTube Live, she's well, making when will be the, best time the of my worst life? stank face you've ever seen. You know I've been a Viking fan for... 30 plus years yeah cool i've never been happy you're a backup dancer to lizzo with that record she's the longest no she's Vikings not fan. the also, vikings i'm also older than her a marie knows this very well the vikings had 11 wins in one score games would you like to count how many times that's happened in the history of the nfl the answer to that freddie fame is zero so they can't pull away from anyone. That's what no you're one has ever gone eleven and zero in one score game. So they're, they're going to come back down to earth. They're just afraid to put their foot on the throat of anyone. They got no killer instinct because they can't. They don't have the talent. This whole division they can't maintain eleven and zero. It's going to be nine and eight or eight and nine. Whoever lucks in to double digit wins will be the only one from this division going to the playoffs. I think it's Chicago is going to finish second. So you're saying it's going to be Packers, Bears, Lions, Vikings. That is correct. I think they're all going to be eight and nine. It's a four-way tie. But Green Bay has the tiebreaker. Because they beat them all. They beat them all. Six or eight wins came in yes. division. <laughs> that would be a very Packers thing to do. Only win against your division. At the end of the year, when the Bears have to go the hardest, they have the easiest opportunity to do that. The Falcons. The Cardinals. The Bears, or excuse me, the Browns. Their one little hiccup, if there is a hiccup, will be playing the Lions November 19th and December 10th. Otherwise, they should rename whatever street is outside Ford Field, they should rename it Easy Street, because that's where they're... Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, we talked about how easy the Packers schedule is. Newsflash. Everyone has that schedule. They all have the same exact schedule, just in a different order. That's what, what I think the order is crucial because the Vikings are going to be so demoralized from getting brutalized at the beginning of the season. You're saying it's going to be tough. Today's I-9 Varsity, where we get back, the I-9 Varsity Sports Center anchors. It's two men on, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Lunch is over at the 6-6 Diner. This whole 5 o'clock hour, we were sipping on Teller Tea from New Mexico mm -hmm. Vodka. That's Teller Vodka. Don't forget, all of our official merchandise provided by the Albuquerque Duke Store. In fact, you get 10% off from mentioning the boys when you see us there. Not this Tuesday, next Tuesday. This upcoming Thursday, the boys are live from ABQ Axe. Come hang with place. us. Throw them axes. Man, I love that place. Big thank you to Red Door who serves his drinks while we're there, too. Good drinks. Best drinks. Delicious.
We're just a handful of days returning to Howie's sports page. Oh, baby, let's go. Tune in on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.